Hey, welcome everyone to another edition of the Before the Z-Wing podcast. I am your host, Stefan Arnold, and with me is my co-host, Travis Heiner, a.k.a. Saboken. Howdy. Travis, how are you doing, sir? I am getting over the flu, but I'm feeling pretty good. Good. Hey, Travis, some big news came out recently about Star Wars Galaxy, a few hundred years before The Phantom Menace. It's all about the High Republic. Mm -hmm. Talk to everyone about that if they haven't heard yet. Um, Yeah, so there was rumblings about this Project Luminous that Lucasfilm had been working on and developing in the background. A lot of people were speculating on what it could be. And finally on Monday, Lucasfilm told everybody what it is. And brace yourselves, it's all new Star Wars content that is as far as we can tell, not connected to the Skywalker story whatsoever. Yes, I don't think it could be unless it's like four grandfathers or whatever. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so it's all about the High Republic and kind of the height of the civilization there before it it descended, right? Well, it's kind of a mix of two different things. It's apparently it, it it's well, they call it the High Republic. So I guess it's the height of the Republic. But the Republic is not as vast as it is 200 years later when we see it in The Phantom Menace. So it's an interesting um, circumstance to refer to it as the High Republic, yet it isn't as expansive as it is when we get to um, the Republic when we see it, of course, throughout the Skywalker saga. So it's kind of interesting that they're they're sort of reeling back the presence of the Republic in a weird way, but also saying that this is at its height. So interesting. It's during a, a period of expansion, and the Jedi are serving a somewhat different role, so... Pretty cool. We'll see what happens. It's not even movies yet. It's all literature. So it's all comic books and um, young readers, chapter books, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's cool. It'll be interesting to see how they kind of connect it to what we know and and uh, have introduced new things as well. So that will be interesting. But right now, as the title of this episode suggests, we are talking about iconic Star Wars items the things that you think about, or most people think about, when they think about Star Wars. Oh, and see, tra- I thought that was, I thought this was something totally different. What? Yeah, no, that's a good thing. You know, when you popped on this this topic, I mean, we have a list of a bunch of topics we're going to cover between now and forever. But for some reason, you and I keep coming up with new ideas to kind of circumvent the plan. <laughs> but you had <laughs> talked about making this cool. Um, sort of an exploration of what was the most iconic Star Wars blank. And I thought you meant if you see something, you instantly think Star Wars. You know, it's like, oh, that, bam, that's Star Wars. Not if I think Star Wars was the first thing to come to mind. But this could be fun either way. I'm excited about uh, your take on it. So. Ah, yeah. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. You're, you've got a slightly different take, as always, than my take, <laughs> which which is why I'm the average fan and you are the super fan. Yeah, but... Oh, okay. Uh, by superman you think i overthink it all the time (laughs) yes as your wife found out the other day but yes (laughs) yeah my kenobi episode oh man yeah but uh yeah you guys if you haven't heard our uh obi-wan kenobi episode we really did a deep dive on that character and how he changed from the prequels to the original trilogy um Mm -hmm. and maybe what the disney plus series on Kenobi has to solve and or answer for. So that's a super, super deep dive into that. Yes. And if you're looking for something a little bit lighter, the episode <laughs> a couple before that, episode nine, my favorite top 20 Star Wars vehicles. Oh, I love that episode. 
Go check those out if you haven't already, and please hit that subscribe button. But Travis... That's right. We got a top 20 droids coming up soon. Yes, I will have to learn 20 droids. Oh, come on. You are being rescued. Please stop resisting, or whatever he says. <laughs> I, I gotta get that line right for that episode. Yeah, K2. That. Yeah. Congratulations, you're being rescued. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like that one. But uh, yeah, so let's talk about iconic Star Wars items. And I actually went through the theatrical release posters, which I hope are the, the main poster that first came out with these movies. Mm-hmm. And I tallied up all the items on the posters for all 11 movies. We're talking about the Death Star, Darth Vader, Stormtroopers, Luke, Leia, Han, the lightsaber, of course, and one of our favorite ships, the (laughs) X-Wing. Travis, I've got a quick trivia question for you. Uh Uh-oh. Quickly, as quickly as you can, name the three movies that do not have the lightsaber in the theatrical release poster. Well, I'm going to say Solo. Correct. Um, Rogue One. Correct. And now, what would be the third? Didn't have a lightsaber featured in the poster. No, sir. Aha, I stumped you. No, hold you. on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm thinking. I, I'm yep. almost going to say, no, Return of Jedi Luke has his lightsaber in the front. So it's got to be one of the prequels. Five, four, Phantom three, Mass. two, Empire Strikes Back. What? Oh, because Luke is on a Tauntaun. That's right. Very good. See, guys, he's a super fan. Boom. He knows Luke doesn't have his lightsaber out. He's actually on the Tauntaun. Yeah, the main stars of that poster, I shall say, are Han and Leia. And uh, yeah, so that was really interesting that the lightsaber was actually featured in all eight other movies. Uh, on the theatrical release poster and please guys if you listen to this and then go back and study these posters um, and I miss one or two of these uh, as far as number wise don't kill me uh, I've got <laughs> I'll do it for small... you <laughs> no, I'll ridicule him <laughs> Travis will uh, count these up after but uh, I've got a pretty small viewing on this so I don't know if I saw each and every one, but... Well, and to be honest, wait, there are several different official theatrical release posters that released in different regions. So I think um, some people might split some hairs on exactly which poster you're referring to. I'm covered. You know what the official um, name of a poster, a movie poster is? Do you know that trivia piece? Sir Poster? No, No. I I don't know. (laughs) What? A Sir Poster? Sir Poster. Are you thinking of new words? No, it's called a one sheet. A theatrical one sheet theatrical one sheet there you go trivia trivia uh that you can uh, stump your friends with the next time you get together and play magic the gathering all right guys <laughs> so <laughs> you can be feel so good about myself sometimes <laughs> yes well you know all the all the stuff anyway not that we think that the lightsaber is the most iconic i think we'll definitely get into it but what were the what were some of the other ones that we brought up um, in our search for the most iconic Star Wars piece? What other what other things did you come up with? Well, again, I was thinking along the lines of if you saw or heard something, it instantly evoked Star Wars. And for me, um, you know, my ear goes to music. I produce music, so like Darth Vader's theme, and then of course the classic Star Wars main fanfare. That main theme 
those the second you hear like two notes well for me the second i hear like two notes of that i know instantly what it is and in a lot of cases if i hear you know 10 notes of any track from star wars i know exactly what scene it's coming from yeah i mean definitely the music is so so well known out there and um it just gets you excited if you you know walking by a store or <laughs> you know whatever you like do a double take like okay what's going on there's star- some star wars uh, i gotta check this you out you know what we should do What's that? In a in a future episode, we should get like um four or five um super fans like myself, and we'll do a uh, name that tune, and you can host it. Oh, I love hosting games. Uh, I consider myself mm-hmm. a uh, very good game show host, as some of my coworkers <laughs> may attest to. Hopefully, if if they don't, then uh, they're That's... totally wrong. But uh, so uh, yeah, that would be fun to do. I'd definitely uh, like to like to host that I, I would know some of them but uh, certainly not too many of them all right so let's switch over to visual elements then yes this is all um basically visual elements if you showed my idea was if you showed this element to someone or all everyone in the world um they would know that it's from star wars but we're not going to really do so, should we count down least to least well, to most we're, or most we're just gonna, least we're or... just gonna throw them out there and then we're gonna discuss our what we've kind of agreed on is the most one so that'll be last but there's really no structure countdown of this if you want countdowns my friend go to the top 20 vehicles right. well i'm gonna just here, here's the here's the number one no no, me. no 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 oh god you can't say it okay edit that right <laughs> out we we can't give it away can't give it away oh well that's what i was asking you how do you want to format this we're, thing we're gonna talk about ours that we think at the end, which is that, but oh. don't give it away. Okay, okay. so I hope okay. you really edited that one out. Okay, <laughs> but Travis, <laughs> maybe I would. Let me let me ask you this: See how many <laughs> okay movie posters you can tell me have these iconic elements in them. The movie posters had Leia in it. How many movie posters? Of the 11 movies had Leia in it. Okay, well, the first three, obviously. Yes, um, yes, yes. So did uh, Last Jedi and so did Rise. So then the question is, did Force Awakens have Leia in it? Hot damn, I think you stumped me. I don't don't recall Leia being in it. Well, according to my calculations, and once again, uh, I did this quickly. I have seen the pants right before we did it. Force Awakens does, Rise of Skywalker does not. So a total of five. The Rise of Skywalker doesn't? Oh, wow. wow. Okay, that it's makes more, sense. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, if you remember, guys, is uh, Rey and Kylo facing off. Um, and, and that was the main feature there. So no, no Leia there. This gets a little bit harder, Travis. How about the main Uh-oh. droids, C-3PO and... R2-D2, how many movie posters were they featured in? Well, they're in the first six um, episodes. Yeah, aren't they? R2-D2, oh, yeah, because 3PO has his his shell off in Phantom Menace. They show that picture. So they probably wouldn't be in Attack of Clones. I know 3PO wouldn't be in Attack of Clones, even though he's in that. So then, but they are in Revenge of the Sith. Correct. They're in Star Wars. They're they're more of an Art Deco version of them in the original Star Wars poster. They are in Empire Strikes Back. They're down the lower corner with Chewbacca, and they're also in um, Return of the Jedi. Uh, sure. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, they're in uh, Empire. They are in Phantom Menace. So I think I was off by one. That's five. I have five. You said six. I don't think they're in Return of the Jedi. I'm I... going to double check. Yeah. Wait, what? Oh, my God. I don't have a computer on. I'm about to turn on the computer here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is this is ridiculous. This is going downhill fast. Very Stone. unnoticeable in Return of the Jedi if they are actually there. But they're there, yeah. They Where? are there. Leia Bikini, and of course there's a little Ewok, but I certainly do not see what the, the droids. Hell? What? Um, you were... Yeah. I color me shocked. I totally thought they'd boom. be Boom, so that's, that wow. is five. Boom. Do not see the droids in there at all. Jabba the Hutt's in there. Bib Fortuna's in there. A Gamorrean Guard is in there, and you're right, an Ewok is in there, but not the droids. That's... Yeah, you know, hmm. C.P.O. was a god, but he didn't make the poster. That's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. I know. Anyway. All right, Travis, I have an easy one, and then we'll get into these a little bit more, why they are or are not. How many feature Starkiller Base? Starkiller yes. Base? Yes. One. <laughs> See, I told you it was an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jeez. All right. It's surprising, though. You're, you, you came up with an iconic... Uh, kind of, I'm just going to lay it out there. The Stormtroopers were only on two theatrical movie posters, but you think that the mm-hmm. Stormtrooper is more iconic than maybe that t- lends us to believe. Why do you think the Stormtrooper is well up there on the iconic Star Wars list? Well, when it comes to Stormtrooper presence in the movies, they're ubiquitous. I mean, those Stormtrooper helmets are everywhere, and they're shaped like a skull, so they're kind of imprinted on your brain. When you see that sort of iconic helmet from the Stormtrooper and it already has that, you know, sort I would say almost subliminal skull feature going on, it pops out at you. I mean, you could oh, look yeah, at absolutely. a you could look at a, just a strictly graphic black and white image of just the goggles and the and the open mouthpiece and already know what it is. Yeah, there's like lots of bumper stickers and uh, you know, other stickers out there that kind of feature that minimalist stormtrooper. And yeah, it's a it's great costume to pull it off with because it's already black and white. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was surprising that they weren't on more posters, but this isn't really about the posters, even though we've heavily relied on that so far. Definitely, if you see a Stormtrooper, you know what franchise you're talking about, and that's Star Wars 1 to 11. And And love them or hate them, you can also identify what trilogy they're from, as far as if they're clone troopers or, you know, Series 2 clone trooper armor, if they're the classic Stormtrooper from the original trilogy, or even the First Order Stormtrooper. Yeah. It's it's pretty instant. You know exactly what era it's coming from. Yeah, I'm always going to be an original uh, era guy. You know that, but uh, but they are they are iconic, and they go through all the movies, of course. And before I uh, let this slip out of my brain, the lightsaber, as we said, is in eight of the eleven movies. Let's just talk about posters. that now. Posters. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, posters. I was trying to think of what other sci-fi franchise or even so single movie has a super identifiable weapon can you think of can you think of any i can't think of any really sci-fi fantasy uh, in the last couple of minutes what's that sci-fi fantasy uh sure what do you got well so tron their discs okay that's a good one yeah crawl his blade the crawl from and this is a pretty old Film, but yeah. You know what? I guess start the 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 stun gun from from Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. The phaser. Phaser. Yeah, phaser. 
The stun gun? I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a Star Wars podcast, guys. Sue me. Battlestar Galactica, they were, they were pretty meh blasters. Um, yeah, the phaser from Star Trek, both from the next generation, um, Deep Space Nine, and the old, the original tril- or original series. That's a pretty cl- iconic look. Yeah. Tron di- identity discs are a big one for me. Yeah. Um, I, the Black Hole is a bit of an obscure film, but those blasters are kind of identifiable, too. Any of the Marvel ones haven't, like, I mean, Captain America's Shield. I mean, are we talking about just sci-fi or is yeah, Marvel just sci-fi? sci-fi? Marvel's kind of like sci-fi. Well, uh, yeah, it is, but not really. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to draw a line in the sand right there. You know what is okay, kind of so a, a weapon? Infinity Gauntlet's not going to count. <laughs> yeah, no. What about a living okay. weapon that is super iconic? The um, the crab aliens from Alien. It's like a living weapon, but it's so iconic to the franchise and you're like oh my god that's alien like what's going on face, face hugger you, the face hugger. you're talking about the face hugger yeah yes yeah. yeah um yeah i mean or wow it's what's such a weird thing to say <laughs> an organic weapon well it is I mean, I mean it basically is you know but uh well it's more biomechanical i mean it's kind of weird geeker intended to be biomechanical so it was kind of mechanical but it was also living it wasn't necessarily strictly flesh that's why i had acid for blood um, but I see where you're going for. I mean, I definitely see the face like are, you know, as, as a biological threat. Yeah. And it's kind of weaponized uh, if you follow <laughs> the alien prequels. Um, what else would be a really good one? No, if we're struggling to think about it, I think that that's it. That's the, kind of the whole point. I guess so. Yeah. Tribbles kind of are a biological threat. I mean, they eat their grain. They seem cute at first, but they're not. They multiply <laughs> way too fast. They hate Klingons. Yes. <laughs> the The lightsaber is... I think we have to Not have a biological. whole show. Let's put a pin in that. We'll just send that on into the future as a whole but show. Real quick. Yes. You seem to keep indicating you think the lightsaber is a very iconic visual element for Star Wars. It's in 11, uh, eight of the 11 posters, buddy. So, yeah. I, I don't know, though. I mean, if you were to remove the lightsaber, I mean, it really is the blade, right? And the fact it's being held by somebody. Because if you take the blade off, it almost is like just a flashlight. <laughs> I mean, if you take the most well-known part of anything <laughs> off it could be just something else yeah of course the, the lightsaber <laughs> needs the saber and the light that's why they call it a lightsaber <laughs> but i'm just saying if you're walking down an aisle and nothing's branded and you're just judging things by their shape and their form i i don't know if i would associate a lightsaber that's turned off as a lightsaber unless it had the logo star wars above it but the second you put that logo star wars with that special font it's instantly a Star Wars product. And so I would say that the logo is probably one of the most iconic visual elements of Star Wars. No, yeah, there's no question about it. The iconic way Star Wars is written out um, is definitely one of the most recognizable things about the franchise. So, Travis, Luke Skywalker, where does he rank on your, not scale, but how iconic do you think he is to the whole franchise? So you're talking about just as a visual element. Yeah. I I don't know. I I don't. Hmm. When it comes I mean, to Star most Wars. Most of the time he's paired with, most of the time he's paired with his lightsaber. So yeah, that kind of I, helps I, him. I don't really regard the actors to be iconic. Leia's hair is iconic, but not Leia on her own visually. 
even though I had a massive crush on her when she was in Empire Strikes Back. But you know, like if you see Luke, if you see Han, you see Leia, or any of the um, the other main characters from the other two trilogies, they they're not nearly as visually iconic as you know my number one pick. You know, Yoda, the droids, Chewbacca. I would say is probably a little bit more visually iconic than the 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 heroes three. and I, I'm not sure why that is. I don't know if it's just because anyone could be behind a mask. I'd have to I'd have to look into the the psychology behind that. But I just think that when you see a person's face in these movies, you recognize them. But it's not like they leap out at you like say the logo does or Yoda does that kind of thing, or a stormtrooper helmet. Or a stormtrooper helmet. Yeah, yeah. And um, one of the and ones by the way, that... we're super tap dancing around the most iconic. I think people know that by now. But it's okay. We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save it. Yes. We will. But another one that I said uh, when we first broached this subject was the Death Star. Um, yeah, I mean, just it's no. in three. No. I know, but <laughs> it is in three three movie posters. No. Which which ones are? is it in, Travis? Go. You have five New seconds. New Hope, Return of the Jedi, and Rogue One. But no. Yes, very good. No. <laughs> it is, I mean, it... No. It's a no. Okay. <laughs> there you go. It's a giant circle with a smaller circle and a belt. Yes. It, that's not that iconic to me. You know, you, you could draw a circle with another circle and it could be a logo for somebody's company. It could be all kinds of stuff. It doesn't really scream Star Wars to me. Okay. I, I, um, I mean, it, if it's if you see the whole thing, it definitely screams Star Wars. But if if I'm walking right. down the if I'm walking down the aisles in Target and I see a basketball, I don't suddenly think of the Death Star. No, but if you see a Death Star in Target, do you immediately go boom? I know what that is, Star Wars. If it has a Star Wars logo above it. Hmm. <laughs> I, I, I see. I mean, it can be maybe confused. Not confused, but... I, missed. I it could be missed. what you're saying with... What's that? It could be missed. You could miss it. You could miss it. I, you could I walk suppose. down the aisle and miss that you're looking at the Death Star. You're walking down the aisle, you kind of know what an X-Wing is. You're like, oh, that's an X-Wing. Yeah, I could see that. I could see But if you're walking down the aisle and you see a Stormtrooper helmet, you know there's no doubt where that comes from. So you're saying, and this leads into our... N- number one theoretically you're saying (laughs) you're saying stormtrooper is number two on your list of most iconic star wars element no i'm saying it's number three whoa okay what's number two well we've already talked about number two is the actual logo star wars gotcha yeah i i I don't know if i'd put the star wars logo ahead of the stormtrooper i think the stormtrooper if we are if we are ranking top three i think the stormtrooper you're probably right is number two I might even put the lightsaber in there. I think that's just—it's no, more. I think it's more iconic than the than the the logo. I don't. There's shirts with just the logo on it. That's. I, just, I don't walk around seeing people wearing shirts with lightsabers on it and go, "Oh, that's Star Wars." But. Yeah, even but, even if you wrote Star Wars like the letters out of sequence, as long as it's still in that font, your brain just reads it as Star Wars. And what if it was S A T R W R A S? But it was in that font. You'd still see Star Wars. That's how iconic that is. I mean, I guess I um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put my uh, chips on uh, the the <laughs> lightsaber. Okay. 
I, I healthy think, disagreement's always a good disagreement. Yes. I mean, I just think the lightsaber is, is Wait, more... Wait, what I, did I just say make any sense? I don't think it made any sense. I'm going to stick with it, though. <laughs> okay, well, you can go back and edit it. That's that's your uh, prerogative. Nah. But no, I, I just think if when you see children play fighting or when you see people doing that, you instantly think of... not. You don't think of a sword fight. It's not a medieval battle it's not a gladiator <laughs> you you know you think of lightsaber so i don't know i think no, it's i disagree when my two kids are playing with cardboard tubes and they're going at it i think ninjago because they love ninjago and so i think they're ninja swords and lord of the rings made such a big deal of sword play that i mean for me if if my kids weren't doing ninjago i think they were doing lord of the rings stuff I don't, my mind doesn't suddenly jump to Star Wars unless they're actually holding a Star Wars lightsaber prop or a toy that makes the sound effects, lights up, that kind of thing. Then, yeah, of course, it's a, a lightsaber. It's not anything else. All right. I, I see what you're going with. All right. Well, Travis, let's just tell everyone what we've agreed on is our number one iconic yep. item from Star Wars. Inescapable. Inescapable. Regardless of how damaged the character has. He continues to be in every new Star Wars release of any kind of media. There's no escaping Darth the Dark Lord Vader. Darth Vader, exactly. Yeah, that helmet. Just that helmet. Even just the outline of the helmet, you know exactly what you're looking at. I mean, some people might say, "Well, it could be a samurai helmet." Yes, of course, it has an element to it because by design, Ralph McQuarrie. But no, that's the breathing, the the theme the song. The voice, James, James Earl Jones. Icon. Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. yeah everything he, about that character, as you as you said, uh, with Luke and even Leia and even Han, the, those characters we can see their face and we know who they are and we know they're Star Wars, but they don't they don't like scream Star Wars at you like the, like Darth Vader does. They don't right. grab you and shake you and say, <laughs> "I'm Star Wars." You're like, right. oh, that's Luke, Leia. Darth Vader shakes you or force pulls you to him, if you want to say that. <laughs> and he just holds you up and says, I'm Star Wars. That was your Darth Vader impression? No. I, well, I would see I was stuck halfway in between Darth Vader and Batman because it was kind of a <laughs> Batman thing. <laughs> and so... You're killing me. <laughs> so if, if you take Darth Vader and you take... What kind of Batman are you talking about from the Munchkin Land? What the? That oh was, my gosh! Listen, I'm Star Wars. That's like I Gollum think I, was saying. I think it or I'm something. above average impressionist, <laughs> but I need Uh-oh. some time to get into it. Oh yeah, you know I'm like I don't know like it's not that late. Uh, yeah but anyway let's get back to darth vader you're right everything about his cape travis his cape yes just like his chest piece with the yeah with his lights on it yeah absolutely everything he was in um five movies which movies was he not in the theatrical one sheet poster travis wait what darth vader appeared on the theatrical photo poster excuse me one sheet of five star wars movies which movies did not have vader on the poster 
Which movie posters did not feature Darth Vader on... Okay, is that what you're There's saying? There's six of them. Are you referring to Anakin Skywalker or just Darth Vader? Uh, Anakin Skywalker is not Darth Vader, so yes, I'm referring to just Ooh, Darth now that's Vader. an argument we should be having. Th- somebody just Maybe posted a time. poll that came across, like, is Anakin and Vader the same person, or is he not, or is it... Comp- yeah, well, of course it's the from? same person, remember. but we're talking about the, the Darth Vader... Assemble... Assemble... Uh, we're talking about the. <laughs> don't you dare leave that in. We're talking about the Darth Vader fashion Visage. statement. Yes, visions. Yes. So, which six movies does he not appear in the poster? What six movies does he not appear in? Wow, what a weird way to ask that question. <laughs> or pick the five if it's easier okay, well, for you that he's, he's in. He's not. He's not in Solo. Correct. He's not in Force Awakens. Correct. He's not in Last Jedi. Correct. He's not in The Last Jedi. Or, I'm sorry, The Rise of Skywalker. Correct. He's not in The Phantom Menace. No. I mean, you're correct, yes. Oh, okay, I was about to say. I don't think we see him in Attack of the Clones, so we probably do see him in Revenge of the Sith. Yes, you've got it. So he's not in Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones, the uh, sequel trilogy, or uh, Solo. So you've got it. He's in every uh, other one um, as he rose to fame. And then, of course, I do have a trivia piece for you. Go for it. How many feature films, live action feature films, has featured Darth Vader, the sound effect of Darth Vader breathing? Mm, You're not. Are you talking about other movies as well as Star Wars or just the Star Wars? Just, no, just the Star Wars feature films. Yeah, Star Wars feature films. 11 feature films, just his breathing. Yes. Mm, I'm going to say four of the five. I'm going to say you're incorrect, sir. <laughs> okay, how many? Um, he's guaranteed to be in 10 of them. And I'm sure if you look it up, he's probably in the 11th as well. Which is what? Which would be Solo. You think his breathing is in every movie? You you know yeah. you know for a fact. I know for a fact Darth it's in Vader's all the Skywalker is saga. In every movie. Yeah, the sound designers make sure they put his sound hit the sound effect or yeah the sound effect of his breathing in every single one of the of the saga movies. And I know he's well obviously he's in Rogue One. I think the only one that might not have his breathing, but it's probably slipped in there somewhere, is Solo. But how can it be for? Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. You're talking about the breathing sound, but not actually him. Yes. No. Because so check it out. Him. When the Phantom Menace came out, George Lucas had Ben Burt, the sound editor, put his breathing at the very end after the credits. You hear his breathing. Because George Lucas said, I wanted Darth Vader's breathing to be in every single one of the Star Wars movies. And this is before there was ever going to be a sequel trilogy. Sure. And then in Attack of the Clones, we hear him breathing when Anakin goes to town on all the sand people and the ghost of Qui-Gon's screaming, no, no, and Yoda's meditating and hearing it, you hear Darth Vader's breathing in Yoda's meditation during that intense moment. And then, of course, you hear him breathing when he's put inside the iron lung at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Mm. You hear his breathing in um, when Kylo is meditating over his helmet in... Um, Rise of Skywalker? No, the other one. For- Force Awakens. Force Awakens. <laughs> yes. You hear his um, breathing in Rogue One because, of course, it's him. Plus, the uh, s- the breathing apparatus that Saw Guerrero wears is the same sound effect when he breathes into the inhaler. Ah, 
So that's really interesting. To that's really cool. That's a, that's a good that's a good trivia question to bring to the bar. The only thing, I, yeah, I think I think the one we have to look up to see, and it, I would probably I would expect it is in there somewhere is in Solo. Yeah. So we'll have to check that out for Solo. But Travis, coming up soon, we have to actually do this because we've referred to it enough that we actually have to let people know about this if they care. And if they don't, too bad. We're going to do it anyway. You are going to talk about two movies. Oh, that's right. After Solo, which makes Solo important. And we discussed that a little bit in our last episode about Obi-Wan Kenobi. But that is coming up. Not Maybe not the next time, but I'm going to say before the end of March, we are going to do the Solo sequels that make Solo important to the saga as a whole. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Yes. Yes. It will never happen, but yes. It'll never happen because of future projects or current projects. And we'll talk about that as well. But I, I still want to hear your stories and where you went with it. And that'll be really fun. Well, thank but you. Travis, I'd love I to share. <laughs> yes. I think we've covered it. Vader, Darth Vader is, even though we didn't rank him, the most iconic Star Wars element in the universe. Well, next time, folks, on Before the Z-Wing podcast, we are going to kind of do a news newsy uh, episode for you. We're going to give you all the uh, latest updates on the High Republic and see if there's any more information from that, as well as the Cassian Andor uh, saga from Disney+. Plus. See if we can get some more information on that. And also, we are going to recap whatever... Clone Wars episodes are out by the time we record it. So mm-hmm. we're going to give you all the information if you haven't caught up on your Star Wars news. And it's uh, about a week from now. Go ahead and check out the next episode because we will catch you up for you. Don't you worry about it. Let us worry about it. We'll catch you up <laughs> and we'll make it happen for you. And Travis will, of course, editorialize Go into too much detail and, oh, man. <laughs> uh, you know, do his Travis, his Travis thing. But Travis, that that is that going to do it, sir? Yes. Nice little light episode tonight. Yes. I, I love the light ones. I love to go deep, and I also like the, uh, the lighter side as well. So uh, once again, folks, this has been Before the Zeeming Podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe. We are on Pinecast as well. If you'd like to give us a tip, Travis and I are pledging 25% of all of our tips at least Mm -hmm. to charity. We haven't uh, figured out the amount yet, but at least 25%. And you can find us on the social media world on Twitter at before the ZW. That's the letter B, the number four, the ZW. Before underscore the underscore Z-Wing on Instagram and before the Z-Wing on Facebook. And they're all different just to stay under the radar of the Emperor. Em who? And they are all different just to stay under the radar of the Empire. (laughs) All right, for Travis Heiner, a.k.a. Sabokin, I'm Stefan Arnold, a.k.a. FF Observer, Fantasy Football on Twitter. This has been Before the Z-Wing podcast, Before ZW, never underestimate a droid. Cue outro music. Ah!